The U.S. launches another round of airstrikes against the Houthis. How does that impact tensions in the region? Produced by Defense News and Military Times, this is the Early Bird Brief. Each morning, we bring you the defense and national security news of the day. We took additional strikes, knocking out four ballistic missiles that we believe were prepped and ready to be launched from Yemen. Uh, took them out before they could do that. And two Navy SEALs are still missing in the Gulf of Aden following a seizure of a vessel in the region. What does it all mean for our defense and security? You'll find out. I'm your host, Simone Perez. Today is Wednesday, January 17th, 2024. First up, the U.S. and Iran-backed Houthis have continued to launch strikes against each other. Two U.S. officials told Military Times the U.S. targeted four ballistic missiles that were preparing to attack ships in the Red Sea yesterday. The U.S. strike on Tuesday morning followed a Monday Houthi attack on a Marshall Islands-flagged U.S.-owned and operated container ship. The Houthis returned fire Tuesday afternoon on a Maltese-flagged bulk carrier that was struck but still seaworthy. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby spoke with reporters about the incident. We stand ready to defend our interests, our sailors, our ships, and that of merchant shipping um, as required. Um, We're not looking for a war. We're not looking to expand this. Uh, uh, Houthis have uh, a choice to make. Uh, and uh, they still have time to make the right choice, which is to stop these reckless attacks. Houthis have launched approximately 30 strikes against ships in the Red Sea since late 2023. Most have missed their targets, but the U.S. has launched an international security effort dubbed Operation Prosperity Guardian. The U.S. and U.K. launched the first retaliatory attack on the Houthis late last week, which hit 60 targets across 16 sites within Yemen. The targets were weapons storage facilities, radar, radars, and launching sites. Another important story from the Gulf of Aden, a U.S. defense official said U.S. Navy assets combed areas of the Gulf for two missing U.S. Navy SEALs earlier this week. The SEALs were on the expeditionary sea-based vessel, Lewis B. Puller. They traveled in small special operations combat craft, and as they were boarding in rough seas, one SEAL got knocked off by high waves and a teammate went in after him. Both are missing. They were on an interdiction mission at the time that it was not related to Operation Prosperity Guardian. According to U.S. Central Command, the Navy recognized the vessel as one with a history of transporting illegal weapons from Iran to Somalia. An official told the Associated Press that the boat's crew was planning to transfer medium-range Iranian ballistic missile parts to another boat off the coast of Somalia. The team boarding the small boat was facing about a dozen crew members. The crew members had no paperwork, which allowed a search of the vessel. They were taken into custody, the weapons were confiscated, and then the boat was sunk. That's a routine procedure that usually involves blowing up open holes in the hull. U.S. officials have said that the waters in the Gulf of Aden are warm and the Navy SEALs are trained for such emergencies. On Monday, Navy ships, helicopters, and drones were involved in the ongoing search. The U.S. Navy has conducted regular interdiction missions in the region, also intercepting weapons on ships that were bound for Iranian-backed Houthis in Yemen. Also on your radar for today, when it comes to military job retention rates, not all specialties are created equal. New data from all military services reveals just how the lowest retention jobs for each of the services, and it highlights a variety of challenges the services face, which varies from competitive pay to effective career progression. Representatives of each of the military services revealed which jobs had the lowest retention rates at a quarterly meeting last month. They also discussed what they were doing to promote equity and retain military talent. In the Army, the lowest retention job specialties for men were as follows. 
Criminal Investigation Division special agents had a retention rate of 38%, Diagnostic Equipment Maintenance Specialists had a retention rate of 44%, and Cable Systems Installer Maintainer had a rate of 48%. For women soldiers, the lowest retention jobs included Carpentry and Masonry Specialists at 23% retention, Diagnostic Equipment Maintenance Specialists at 25%, and Unmanned Aircraft Repair at 33%. For the Navy, many of the highest turnover jobs were in the nuclear field, Continuation rates in fiscal 2023 for all ratings averaged close to 86% for enlisted troops and 91% for officers, with minimal difference between the genders. The Marine Corps presented much less detailed information than the other services in response to the committee's request, but it did highlight the significant difference between first and second term enlisted retention, averaging just 30% for the first contract and 45% for the second. Also, annual officer continuation rates were 89% in the past fiscal year. In the Air Force, where average enlisted officer retention rates hover around 90%, medical jobs see some of the highest turnover. Personnel officials who appeared before the group did address what appeared to be an early trend. The Marine Corps, Army, Air Force, and Navy all showed retention rates in fiscal 2023 that remained below the fiscal 2019 pre-pandemic levels. And now here's some other stories that we're hearing chirps about. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin was released from the hospital on Monday. It comes after spending two weeks there to treat complications from surgery to treat prostate cancer. The San Island Advance reported that Captain Zaida Merchant, commander of the Port of New York, will make history in April. That's when she attains the rank of Rear Admiral, becoming the highest-ranking black woman in the U.S. Coast Guard's 233-year history. Iran fired missiles late Monday at what it claimed were Israeli spy headquarters near the U.S. consulate in the northern Iraqi city of Erbil, and at targets linked to the extremist group Islamic State in northern Syria. And Air Force 2nd Lieutenant Masson Marsh, a.k.a. Miss Colorado, was crowned Miss America 2024. The service said she's the first active-duty service member to ever win the title. And on this day in history, in 1966, an American B-52 bomber collided with a refueling tanker jet midair over the Spanish coast. Its four hydrogen bombs fell to the earth. That's it for us this morning. To get more top stories and breaking news, go to defensenews.com EBB to subscribe to the Early Bird Brief newsletter. Please give us a like, rating, and a comment wherever you get your podcasts, and be sure to follow us on social media at defense underscore news and at military times. The Early Bird Brief is hosted and produced by me, Simone Z. Perez. Today's episode featured stories by Megan Myers, the Associated Press, and Hope Hodgsack. Our editor-in-chief is Mike Bruce. Have a great day.